Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. University College Cork has confirmed that 11 students have been temporarily suspended following breaches of student rules related to public health. The temporary suspensions have been put in place pending the outcome of a hearing. Of course, this is the carry-on that happened in Freshers Week, and we all heard about it earlier in the week. Residents near UCC said they were shocked at the plans by the Students' Union to surge ahead with Freshers Week. In a statement, the residents of Magazine Road surrounding the area said Freshers Week in a time of COVID was a non-runner. When people in Cork have been asked to minimise social contacts and UCC has moved lectures online. The union shows shocking irresponsibility and blatant disregard, they said, for the health and the economic well-being of the citizens of Cork. However, UCC Students Union President uh, Nisha Crowley, who we had on, I think, the other day, said uh, he couldn't understand uh, the position being held by the residents. He said, we have cancelled our usual Freshers' Week as an alternative UCC students. Is running, they're running a virtual Freshers' Week uh, where students, including thousands, who have not travelled to Cork as a result of last Friday's announcement can enjoy virtual entertainment such as bands, DJs and comedians from their own home, as well as learning about the supports available within UCC uh, through our, our virtual interactive campus map. Uh, this approach has been taken in line with public health strategy towards the entertainment industry since the beginning of the pandemic and is fully compliant with all the guidelines. Now, the householders of Magazine Road took a successful case against the former landlord in the area earlier this year after the repeated house parties in the area had led to significant noise and they were horrified when students gathered in large numbers in the area during the COVID-19 lockdown period. It comes back to the fact that young people are young people, really, doesn't it? They're worried that house parties in the area could lead to a major rise in COVID cases in Cork in the coming weeks. So today I want to ask you if you agree with making an example of students by suspending them. Do you agree with suspending students? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Do you agree with suspending students who breached the guidelines? Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anthony? Nile, how are you? Well, Anthony, you live in the thick of it there in Cork, don't you? Yes, and I have all my life. Yeah, do you live, by the way, do you live near Magazine Road? Um, you could literally walk out my door and within two minutes you'd be into UCC. Right, okay. Well, I'm yeah. right in the thick of it, right in the triangle. Now, is it any different this year than it was last year or the year before? Is it any worse? Well, first of all, Niall, I would like to say people have to stop this stupid rubbish. I heard someone today on another station saying the off-licenses need to be closed That's down, the pubs stuff. need to be closed down. We have, and landlords being brought to task, we have to stop blaming landlords. We have to stop blaming pubs. We have to stop blaming off-licences. These are people that are over 18, that are old enough to vote, that will go out to march about abortion, about same-sex marriage, and what have you, and every other issue, but they have no consideration for the people around them. And being suspended is absolute nonsense. That's like giving a child a smack on the back of the wrist. But you wouldn't expect them to expel them for having a party, would you? Yes, I would. Ah, that's a bit steep, Anthony. You yes, were, Anthony, I would. You were, Anthony, you were young once, weren't you? Yes, and I went to UCC myself. Yeah, and I'm sure you went out and had the crack on a night, didn't you? 
I wasn't kicking over bins and I wasn't peeing in people's gardens and pooing in people's gardens. That's unacceptable behaviour. I'm not denying that is... I mean, look, by the way, if somebody pees in your garden or shits in your garden or whatever it is, the Gardaí Connor should be doing something about that anyway. And they can't go into people's houses, obviously, but they can certainly do something if you're kicking over bins in the middle of the night and, and charge you under the Public Order Act. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the guards should be doing more in respect to that. And... You know, I don't, uh, I mean, it must be terrible to live in an area where you have a college and you're going to have house parties and loud noise and music and drunks walking around. It must be difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. The same as the well, residents you know, who live Niall, near Crow Park, for example. Niall, you hit the nail on the head. You see, what's happening is, and I just said your researcher earlier on, I would encourage anyone that's a criminal to apply to UCC and get a student ID card, and you can break every law in the book, and nothing will happen to you. Absolutely. The guards won't touch you. Nobody will touch you. That landlord that was brought up during the summer by the Residents Association, he had another property, and a couple of weeks ago, the windows were blacked out with black rubbish bags, which was a telltale sign in the first place. Two units of the fire brigade came out, and two squad cars, and it turned out that there was about 50 of them inside in the house with a smoke machine, and they were living next door to two elderly, an elderly couple in their 80s, and they were terrified. They were all marched out of the house. None of them arrested with anything. None of their names taken. Nothing. So why is there a different law for students? We are told, oh, well, we can't really prosecute them because of a defect. There are chances of getting a job abroad and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. Well, they, well, they, well it, that is the reason, isn't it? They try, well, well, they try at all costs not to do that. Well, Niall, if justice is supposed to be blind, then why can't we say, well, people from... Well, I, I suppose, law- yeah, well, the argument is, is giving people a second chance. I mean, if you've got some young fella, say, studying law, uh, you know, in UCC, and... Let's say he's at a party in a house and he pees in someone's garden and he's arrested and yeah. charged with indecent exposure or whatever it is, which is a criminal charge. Well, I Indeed, indeed well. he could lose his job or any opportunity of ever becoming a solicitor or a barrister all because of a night, you know, a little bit of drink one night where he went a bit too far. That would be disproportionate punishment. But isn't justice supposed to be blind? Yeah, I know, but you have, so to, be, you know, but you to, have to be realistic too, you know what I mean? If we're going to apply that logic so that students should get a second chance because it would affect their future. No, I'm not saying everybody. How, how about we say so, people in socially deprived areas, they shouldn't really be charged either. They should be left off and they should be given a second chance. Well, Why isn't that happening? Well, well, they, well it is happening. It's I mean, not we, happening. We, yeah, the people are getting suspended sentences all over the place, for God's sake. But they're still being charged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, being suspended from the college. I mean, that's a joke. I mean, there's no college there anyway. It's all online. It's Why all online. Anyway. cut off their internet? <laughs> I mean, it's a joke. No, I know. I get what you're saying. It's not really that much punishment under the current circumstances. They should be charged and they should be brought before the court. Okay, well, know, okay I, let, let me give you another example. What about in Galway, of course, of the Spanish Arch, we've seen you know, mm-hmm. the scenes there with hundreds of kids gathering together. When I say kids, young adults. Uh, gathering together, uh, people were posting. Um, some of the you know the tw- the curtain twitchers were posting the names of individuals who were there and pictures of them. Now, do you believe they should be suspended? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why? No, not suspended. Well, you're demonising young people. Expelled Someone out of the college completely. Forget about your suspension. Suspension uh, Anthony, is nothing. Anthony, Anthony, you want to expel students yeah. on the first week of college? For being yep. outside the Spanish Arch or being at the Spanish Arch and maybe a hundred of them together, yes, they weren't following the guidelines. 
I understand And a lot that. of them probably weren't even from Galway. Well, whatever. Like down here yeah. in UCC. Yeah, they're from Dublin and everywhere else in Limerick. Yeah. Anyway, so. And okay. So they but, don't you, care. But you they're want to expel trendy. them for, for doing expel what students them do. completely. And Anthony, you're sounding like, you know, a grumpy old man. You Maybe are. Maybe I am at this stage. We'll, we'll stay there for a second because, Jerry, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Jerry? How are you doing? That's awesome. Chair, I mean, nobody, by the way, nobody's condoning this behavior by students. I am. Okay, go on. I am. Go for it. They live their lives. Okay. Okay, I'm coming from the whole idea that this COVID thing is a head cold anyway, so I don't think we should be hiding from it. Well, well, that's your opinion. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I'm coming from that angle. But I mean, I I don't see how the college is interfering with these kids' lives outside of school hours anyway. It's Mm -hmm. nothing to do with the colleges there out partying on the streets at night till 9 or 10 o'clock at night making noise. So, you know... It's up to the Garda Sheikh on it to monitor that situation, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And and even then, like, all they are doing is out making a bit of noise and exactly the same as last year, except for the word COVID's in front of it this year, you know? So... Well, it, well, now, in, in fair, well now, in fairness, Chair, to the people of Magazine Road and Anthony, um, I think I probably had this conversation with Anthony last year and the year before and the year before. It, it yeah. is an ongoing problem when you live beside a college. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's not... Uh, a COVID thing is my point like that it's just this year they're using COVID to be more righteous about their arguments that mm-hmm. yeah. kids I never mentioned noise, COVID once no well, I'm only taking I didn't mention it once yeah but you, no, but you, you did say uh, Anthony that the people of the Spanish Arch um, should be all expelled because they weren't following the guidelines yeah but did I mention COVID once well, no but that's COVID but related what guidelines is Anthony talking about then I mean, the I, guidelines I totally, yeah, that I, I, apply to everybody else. If you went out roaring and screaming and pissing in your neighbor's garden and knocking over their bin, the guards would yeah, be out and arrest yeah, you. But not if I, you have a student ID card. I was about to say that, that if you know, if there is public disorder, the guards get involved. But I don't see how the college are getting involved. I don't see why kids are being suspended for going out and having a few drinks with their mates. I don't need the colleges any right to interfere with that. Having a few drinks with their mates, 50 and 60 people pouring out houses. Living, you know. Let's just call it living for the sake of it. See, I mean, Auntie, there is an an argument that there's an increase in house parties, right? There are absolutely, by the way, there's no doubt about that. There's an increase. And you you know why there's an increase in house parties? Because they've nowhere to go. We've closed everywhere. The other side now is that but the house party still went on before there was any COVID. Yeah, but there's no nightclubs. The nightclubs are all gone. So there's nowhere then for them to go late and hang around till two o'clock in the morning. They're gone. Neil, They're Niall, closed that's down. the only place that people could get any sleep last year before there was any COVID or anything. And since time began, they'd get a taxi at about 11 o'clock after they finished all their prinking, their pre-drinking from about six o'clock in the afternoon. They'd start getting taxis from about 11 into the nightclubs. And then from about 4 o'clock on, they'd come back and they'd still have house parties and be roaring and screaming. So you'd get your five-hour sleep between 11 and 4 at night. And if you think that's normal, that's natural, that's acceptable. Okay, and by the way, you know, I I do have sympathy for people who live in those areas. Like, I have sympathy for the people who live, say, beside Crow Park on a match day. I do have sympathy. I, I've seen it myself at the Aviva Stadium. I came out of a gig one night and there was some fella literally walked into a person's garden and pissed against their front door. So I do have sympathy for the people who are in those situations. Unfortunately, where they live is going to attract that kind of problem, right? But let's focus on why we're doing this now. Why we're suddenly suspending students is based on those students not following guidelines. The guidelines being that you can't have more than one household or two households or whatever it happens to be in Cork at the moment uh, on level two. 
that you can't be interacting with other human beings. These are young people. I mean, and you said to me a minute ago, the, the students in Galway, on a normal year, would be perfectly fine for a hundred of them to be at Spanish art. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing illegal about that on a normal year. But because it's COVID-19, they're not following the guidelines. They're all together. They're not oh, keeping yes, socialists. And, and you're saying they should be all expelled. There was problems in Galway. Galway cancelled Rag Week. We still have that going on. No, I, I'm talking about what happened at the weekend and what happened in the video that went around the other night of the hundred people or so at Spanish Arch. Or the queues, for example, you know, that were in Patrick Street the other night as well in Cork. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, and, you're, and you're saying that these people, because they don't follow guidelines, should be all suspended or expelled. Yeah. See, Jared, Jared there yeah. you go. He wants them all expelled. Yeah, no, I, I was saying, I would say, what's that got to do with the college? It has nothing to do with the college. Then so why are they here only for the college? Sorry? And they're getting the fees from them. Well, they're actually the taxpayers funding them. It's irrelevant that they're in the college. If they're out parking on a Saturday night, that's what they're it's doing. My it's my business not, and it's your, it's business, your business and it's everybody else's business. It's not business. the college's business. When they're, a lot of them are there, a third level education isn't a privilege isn't a right, it's a privilege, I should say. It's not a right, it's a privilege, and they should respect it. And they're heavily, heavily, heavily subsidised by the taxpayer, and especially UCC. By the way, somebody says, Phil Hogan went socialising, and ye were gunning for him to be fired. So who's the hypocrite now? Well, I'm not a hypocrite. I publicly said on the air I believed he shouldn't have been fired. I believe the apology was enough, but there you go. Different folks, different strokes, I suppose. Um, yeah, but Jer- laying down these laws. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but, but in fairness, yeah, they were politicians laying down the laws and should have been punished adequately. But, but in saying that, I don't think anybody should have been fired. I don't think anybody, this cancel culture is starting to piss me off a little bit. I, I agree with you on the cancel culture, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, Jer, people who, you know, break the guidelines, young people, I'm talking about young people specifically in the colleges, do you believe that if the colleges, and I see people are posting pictures now of students who are at Spanish Arch or Patrick Street in Cork or whatever it happened to be, like, who are queuing up and not social distancing and people are putting pictures of them online asking for them to be suspended and asking for them to be expelled I mean what, what do you no, think of this I, kind of culture I, now? I, I think it's a nonsense if they were on the college grounds drinking up cantilagher while disrupting classes and such yeah throw them out of school but these kids are out on their own time doing their own thing and it has nothing to do with the college That's what I but they're it. breaking the guidelines that's the argument well the guidelines are not the college like their legal the college were advised by the Gardaí that it should be cancelled. Well, it was. It's it's a virtual Freshers' Week. Of the college, not the president. So, but, I mean, but I mean, do you understand how important Freshers' Week is for the young students who get to meet their friends and colleagues who will be their friends and colleagues for the next four years for the first time? It's an inauguration. But they did cancel it and they, they turned it into a virtual Freshers' Week. That's why they weren't in the college. Oh, I'm yeah, that was a great idea. So what do you want to do? Do you want to chain them up? Is that is that what you'd like to do, Anthony? A virtual a virtual Freshers' Week. So what are you telling me? A party for one? Turn on your laptop. But that's, well, well, that's, inviting 30 yeah, but that's what the colleges are doing. So it's not the college's fault if somebody doesn't want to turn on the laptop and instead wants to meet all their buddies down at the Spanish Arch or Brassett Street in Cork or, or wherever it is in Dame, Dame Lane in Dublin or whatever it happens to be. It's not the college's responsibility. They can't follow everybody and chain them to their front door. It is their responsibility. Because like I said, they're being subsidised by the taxpayer. And UCC is one of the biggest colleges in Cork. One of the big, or in Ireland, it's one of the biggest universities. And it's heavily subsidised. All right, loads of text coming in. Somebody says, let's get one thing straight. It's not the students' fault. It's only guidelines that don't mean anything, as Ryanair just found out in court. Guidelines mean nothing. It's just a little help. 
just uh, like the guideline to stop smoking and be drink aware, uh, you can make a scapegoat for breaking the recommendations. Well, yes, the, the guidelines are guidelines in the public health. and They're not laws. Um, well, some of them are, like wearing a mask, for example. You can be fined for not wearing a mask in public transport or, or in a shop, etc. Like some of them. But uh, yes, they are guidelines and everybody's been asked to follow them. Um, I'll talk to you more about the Ryanair case maybe on Monday or Tuesday if we get around to talking about that because obviously Ryanair lost their case but I'm, I'm pretty sure they will appeal it. But getting back to NUI and UCC and well UCC have now suspended students for a breach of the guidelines I suppose and obviously for having house parties um, but should people are saying that uh, you know NUI uh, in Galway should do the same thing with those who have been identified at the Spanish Arch last week. Should they suspend them or expel them, for example, as um, somebody said earlier on there. Um, Luke, stay with me there for a second. I'm going to come to you now. But Dylan, I want to come to you first because I know you've been waiting a little bit longer. Dylan, um, do you believe that people should be suspended or expelled? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? Yeah. Do you believe they should be suspended or expelled? Uh, I don't think expelled, no, I think that's a very extreme measure altogether. When I saw the um, the thing there a few days ago about the students out in the Spanish Arch, I mean, Niall, you know, it's been hard enough now for eight months with people in restrictions and, and not kids not being able to go out and socialise right. And I know my cousin is in UCC and she's out of it online there for a few days, you know. There's not enough interaction there as it is. And I think blaming students, you know, in... Uh, under the Spanish arch for having a bit of crack, it's it's just not fair in them. Like you know, and uh, we know the story. You know, and everyone else knows the story with the testing. Like you know, you're going to test positive a lot of the time, you mightn't have any symptoms, and yet they're going to come on RT and say there's a new, you know, 350 new cases, and then they ring in all these new restrictions. I don't think it's fair on people at all. This has gone on for eight months, and, and according to government, will go on for another eight months, and another eight months after that until a vaccine is found. Which, yeah, which well, could be yeah, years yeah, away. Yeah. Which could be years away. Yeah, well, they're looking at the vaccine thing as the uh, as the hero. Oh, the silver bullet. The but by the way, can we point out when a vaccine comes along, it'll take probably a couple of years to get it to everybody, and even then, not everybody will want it. And you can't make it mandatory, so not everybody will want it. So you may not get you may not get herd immunity from a vaccine, and then the vaccine may not work. Because as we see with the flu vaccine, sometimes it doesn't work. Some years it doesn't work properly. They don't have the right strains in it or whatever. Or people don't, not enough people take it up. So, you know, that might not be the silver bullet either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what you, if you don't mind me saying what you said earlier about 20 minutes ago on the show about the T-cell immunity. Mm-hmm. If people are immune to this, which I, I strongly think people are immune to I think many people already. are immune to it already, yeah. yes. Well, that, that seems Definitely. to be the theory, yes. Then what's the need for a vaccine? Can anyone tell me that? What is the need for a vaccine if people are immune to it? Well, I, 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 I suppose... I think the thinking is in relation to the vulnerable groups for those who may not be immune because obviously we've seen some elderly people particularly pass away with it. I mean, if you could make a vaccine that would be suitable for those who would be vulnerable, I think that would be a good thing and I think nobody would deny that, Dylan. Yes, if they were, if we were given the choice, I think it would be very, very wrong to make it mandatory with a vaccine. I know. Oh, no, I, I, I would, I, I'm very pro-vaccine, by the way, but I would never agree with mandatory vaccinations. Yes. I okay, and that's a whole other... Maybe we'll have that debate another day as well. But stay there for a second because I want to go back to Luke. Let me get back to what we're talking about and the college students being suspended or indeed expelled if they break guidelines. Uh, Luke, good afternoon to you. How are you, Niall? Yeah, it's, um, I'm a third-year third art student in NUI Galway. And just to give you um, an insight, I suppose, into what we've been through so far, um, like there was awful complications with getting back to college. 
so it's it's still kind of on the line. We don't know when we're back, what days we're in. Like I, I believe at the moment I'm in on a Monday, but it's online. Yeah, uh, because this two weeks thing. And what about lectures? But, what what are you doing for lectures? Yeah, uh, lectures online on Zoom. I, I just actually have one big long lecture. I don't know whether I would have enjoyed that in school and college, to be honest with you, because I wouldn't be yeah. the type. You need to be very self-motivated to do that kind of stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Now, I suppose with myself, it's such a small amount of work. It's, it's just one four-hour lecture on right. a Monday is what I have at the moment. But the previous week, we were told it was on a Friday, and I think before that, we were told it was a Monday and that we were going to be required on campus. So a lot of people booked down accommodation, paid big deposits and all that. Um, others were wondering should they travel to and from. So I definitely have the view that um, you know someone could be in a, a lockdown county, for example, and wouldn't be able to go to college. So I think all the lectures should be pre-recorded and available online. In my case, um, I had actually sought employment, so I, I started a new job, signed a contract, um, and it was, we'll say, three days a week. But within that time, after I signed the contract, they were changing the lecture time. So it was really disrupting my work. Um, now, so like this is what students are faced with. It has been a nightmare over the last few months trying to decide what to do and confusion and financial difficulties as well if people are putting down deposits. But then last week in the middle of the whole thing, we get this email from NUIG saying that we could be expelled if we breached the guidelines or the restrictions. Now, it didn't specify um, what those breaches would be, and it didn't even specify that the breach had to take place in Galway. So, for example, if I were to take off my mask to scratch my nose on a bus in Dublin... Technically, uh, you broke a guideline. Yeah. Yeah. I could be expelled. So, who, so in other words, result. you're at the mercy of NUI as, as NUIG as to what their definition of breaking the guidelines is. Yeah, and the other thing as well is that we saw that it was in the Irish Times, I think, and the journal.ie yesterday, but it has been revealed that the guards are sharing details with regards to students who breach the guidelines. The guards are sharing those details with the college. Well, that's illegal. So that we said, yeah, it, it, it would sound so. Yeah, well, under um, data protection, I imagine, I imagine yeah. unless, unless a crime has been committed and yeah. there is an ongoing investigation, the Garda Shia don't have the right to hold information on you. Mm. Now, I don't know how specific the information is. I know for... Um, well, any information, if, yeah. if Garda Connor, if you're saying to me, or if it's possible that Garda Connor are, you know, going to the college and saying, well, you know, Luke there, you know, who's doing the arts degree, we spotted him downtown there. Now he was uh, having a few drinks with his mates and there was no masks, and no social distance, and they were jumping around the streets, hanging out of poles. And he, they shared that with yeah, the college. I think, and it's more, I think it might be more the location of the incident that they would share, which would then lead to the identity of the student, obviously. Mm. So I don't know what the legal issue was. But then we had a Fianna Fáil senator. Calling for the army. Calling for the army. Um, what a goss. I look, you know. <laughs> Jesus. So it's, it's madness. And I mean, I, I think, by the way, I think he since has removed that tweet. To be oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, what a... Sh- and somebody else suggested water cannons. I said, are we yeah. living in a military state or something? And I think as well, you know, th- this idea of name and shame, like I thought... A lot of the people that were at the Spanish Arch, I was looking at Instagram and that. Well, they were all named, I saw them all named online, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's horrific. You know, when mental health services are down, you know, appointments and all that are are lacking. And to be naming and shaming and publishing photos on a Twitter thread, here's Mary and she was out drinking, look at her there in the photo. Yeah, look at her, she's not social distancing from the bloke beside her, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think... I saw two people sitting on a photograph, a girl and a guy 
in their t- kind of early 20s or well, maybe they were 18, 19, sitting on a wall and she was sitting there holding his hand, right? And somebody put up online, these two are not from the same family and they're not social distance. And I went, oh, will you go away out of that for God's sake? I mean, what sort of yeah. silliness is that? I think I think the real, like I, I am, you know, I am concerned. I wasn't impressed with the scenes we saw in the Spanish arch and all that. But I think the real concern is we need to be, we, we need to use more carrot and less stick um, you know, present the science, present the evidence and explain it in, in layman's Absolutely. Terms. Well, this is what away. Mark Lamb said the other night on Primetime, I think, mm-hmm. from the Irish Times. You need to talk to students and not at them. Yeah, exactly. You know, because if they want to do it, it'll help. But stay there, actually, Luke, because I'm going to go to Eamon and June straight off the break. Sorry, Eamon and June, I have to go to break. I've got a little bit over time. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Do you agree with students being uh, suspended or expelled for not following the COVID guidelines? Eamon, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bray? Eamon? How was it going, Niall? I was going to call you Brayman, um, Brayman there. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Go ahead. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm listening to the, the, the various uh, individuals debating issues here. And like, I'm, I, like College Road and Magazine Road, I happen to have to, 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 to be up there on a, a, a semi-regular basis. I don't live there. I have different friends who live, one on Magazine Road, one off College Road, another one up on Top End of Magazine Road. And I know various people up there. And what they're being subjected to is absolutely ridiculous. I couldn't agree right? with you more. And outside, outside of COVID, right, the whole COVID thing, if people would obey the guidelines and make the effort, we'd have less restrictions, okay? Okay, there's two, well, Eamon, there's two issues, right? right? What, well, hang no, on, let, let's deal with the two issue. issues separately. Because the one issue is the people, uh, as you're talking about the colleges there, Magazine Road has been affected by, for years in College yep. Road, right? But by loud house parties, etc., etc. That's up to the Garda Shea Connor to deal with, under right. the Public Order Act. No. No, unfortunately, you're missing a legal point here. The college is an entity. Whether you run a factory, you run a, uh, whether it's a residential property, whether you run a business, or whether you run an educational institution, that in- entity, that institution is responsible and legally accountable for the effect it has on the businesses and on the communities around it, okay? In terms of planning, in terms of restrictions, in terms of, of, of anything they wish to do in the future. So there's something here. The college has to do something to, 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 to curb the effect that running their institution is having on the surrounding areas. Okay? They're okay. legally bound to do so. I, I do believe, Eamon, it's worse this year, the parties, because they have nowhere to go. Way, way, way worse. Oh, absolutely. And I'll be quite blunt, Niall. I was up there during the summer when there was no college on, and I'll be quite blunt. I came out the door... To get into the van to go away at one stage, and there's a bunch of them playing with slitters and a hurley up and down the road, roaring and screaming and shouting, right? Yeah. And I had a look. They weren't UCC students. Every one of them was wearing either tracksuit bottoms or a jersey or a polo shirt with some form of CIT club or CIT sports society or whatever on it. And I'm there going, what are they doing here on Magazine Road in the middle of the summer, right? And I know of, 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 of people who went in and specifically rented houses for the summer. I, I, I'm not doubting that, and I'm not doubting the people of Magazine Road have had a hard time, and I do understand the reasoning behind what the college is doing in this particular instance. But what about, say, NUIG, for example, who have sent a letter NUIG, to... same story. Okay, yeah. so well, well, hang on, the, the question I was going to ask you, so they sent a letter to the students saying you will be suspended, expelled, whatever, um, if you break the government guidelines. It was badly worded. It was badly. It was badly thought out. I'd agree with with that point. But yes, NUIG have no option legally, but to to, to try and have their student body behave themselves 
going to and from or in the environs of the college or when they're gathering as a group as students, right? The reality is that they can be held accountable after. Do you think UCG or NUIG or UL or DCU or Trinity or any of them are going to find it easy to get planning to expand their facilities or to do change of use on any of their facilities down the line? Because someone can go into court and they can object they can take an injunction or they can use the planning process. No, 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 I, no, I, no, I do I do get what you're saying. That's always going to be an issue when people live near a facility oh. of any description, right? And I, and I remember no, recently only talking about people who live near Crow Park, for example. It's the same situation. Never, never mind live. You're talking about the businesses are affected as well. Okay, but, but, okay, but just, just very quickly, because I need to go to June before I finish. So do you, let, let's say the students that were in Spanish Arch the other, day, the other day, the video that went around, okay? Now, they weren't, they weren't breaking any laws. Um, and they didn't seem to be going bonkers or mad or smashing no, windows or. But they broke the. Now hang on, they broke the guidelines, the government guidelines. Should they be dis- suspended? Nile, those students were drunk, disorderly, and in a public place. Ah, a lot of them were drinking in a public place. Okay, illegal. But that's what that's what students do. Look, we were all. We you, aiming, were you aiming? You were young once, weren't you? Oh yeah. Hey, you had a good time, didn't you? It's a kind of. Matter for the girl, well, I didn't blatantly go to my way to, 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 to cause are you tell, Do you drink, wait, do you drink, Eamon? Do you have a drink? Occasionally, no. Yeah, are you telling me in your life you've never had a bottle outdoors in a public place? I have had where it's been legal to have one. Okay, yeah, sorry, Luke, what are you trying to say there very quickly? Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, it, it's a matter for the guards. If students are drunk and disorderly on the street, it's a matter for the guards. Nobody should be threatened with expulsion. Nobody should be threatened that someone would deprive them of an education for any reason, ever. Education is the way out of this, I think. Educate students on the reasoning behind the guidelines. Don't okay, well, well, stay there because I, I want to bring June in before the news. Sorry, June. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke, for cutting you a little short there, but I get the point you're making. Sorry, June, go ahead. Um. My point is, number one, by the time these people are going to college, they're adults. Well, yeah, they're 19. They're not, they're not teenagers. They're not 14, 15, and 16. Yeah, but they're not that mature. That, age, of them, you group, know. that age group is the responsibility of the parents to keep them under control. But mm-hmm. the problem with the young people of today is they think they're entitled to everything, should have it, and ask no questions. If these students are struggling as much as we hear every day of the week, where are they getting the money to do all this? Party of Where's the finances coming from to do this? The parents, I assume, in a lot of cases. Obviously. Or a part-time, or a part-time job. Well We're in a crisis at the moment. We're all fed up with myself included. I mean, since February, I think I have seen my father in a nursing home four times. Mm-hmm. Four times. He's been penalised because of this. He has to stay grounded. We have to stay away from them. We have to adhere to the rules. Well, he is a, vul- he is a vulnerable These person, of course. are highly educated. Can they not cop on and do what they need to do to get us out see, I, I, Yeah, but I've said the other day, if students were told and, and spoken at, you know, to, not at, and were told, well, look, this is only going to be till November the 7th, there's a, there's a goal there. But for a lot of people now at this stage, including students and including many people in the country, they see no end in sight. So the complacency is now kicking in where people are going to affect this. I mean, me mates. There no, will, if I could there jump in there, please. There's no light at the end of the tunnel, June. Sorry, yeah, hang on for a second, Eamon. There, there will be eventually. If we but the word eventually is not good enough for people. It wouldn't end in a week. If we went to war tomorrow, 
You're talking to me before. Ah, it's not, a, it's not a, hold on for a second, it's not a war. You know, millions of people died in a war. You know what I mean? That we cannot see, we cannot smell, it's there. Yeah, but let's put things into perspective. In the, in, you know, in related to, to, to mortality and the amount of people who are dying or in hospital, put things into perspective. It's nothing like a war. That's actually insulting the men and women who went to war. The way they are, because our health system is a load of, I don't want to use Geek. the word, they're not going to be able to cope with it. So more people are going to die, and the ones that are going to die are the vulnerable people who built this country to be what it is today. Hey, well, hang on, just just a final word, because, Eamon, I have to wrap it up. Go ahead, Eamon. I have one word for you, Niall. What? Equality. That, well, if, well, any it, other grouping, if any other grouping in society, be they GA fans, rugby fans, golfers, uh, politicians, workmen, <laughs> uh, yeah, politicians, any other group misbehave like this, they'd be stepped on. What? Okay, okay listen, I get the point. Sorry, Eamon, for cutting you short. I have to go to... Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.